Hey friends, it's Joe and Felicia and Emiko. Welcome to a Family Frenzy podcast. This is episode 21. We're still doing this, which is awesome. And today we're bringing you into IRL, which means in real life board game night. So me and Felicia have had quite a few surprises today and have decided we're going to relax and play a board game called Blockus. Blockus Duo. So we're just going to hang out and chat. Well, I review the rules and talk about life. Have you ever played Blockus? Me? Well, I actually realized I was asking a question to our, our Twitch chat, but this oh, is sure. Twitch, this is podcast. You can still ask questions. Have you ever played Blockus? Blockus is a great game. So the the ver- this version of Blockus is for two people, so it's Blockus Duo. So it's great when you don't have friends. You Only one board. friend. Only one friend. <laughs> You're my part. one friend. <laughs> so this version of Blockus is the perfect strategy game for two. The simple rules take less than a minute to learn, yet the game has the depth to challenge both beginners and experts alike. And Emiko is eating some kind of toy. She's eating her rattle. Comes with 196 squares and 42 game pieces. So you basically have a grid and all these Tetris-like pieces, and you try to place as many as... Or here's the object of the game. I'll just read the instructions. Probably a good idea. Yeah, each player has to fit as many of their 21 pieces on the board as possible. Uh, additionally, you want to try to block your opponent so that they can't fit as many pieces, and then you win. Players choose a color and place that set of 21 pieces in front of their side of the board. They decide who goes first. We'll let Felicia go first. And play continues as each Who player has lays the longest road. Yeah. No, I was gonna say um, That's armpit hair, but I realized you would win because you don't shave your armpits. Deeply so for, personal. For some reason, I was like, Why did we... "Oh, we can like." That's a good competition. It's not though, because no, you would win. Nose hair is um, not fair either. Nose hair, you would win that one too. Yeah. That's why you got me the nose hair trimmer. They know about that from the last podcast. Yes, they should. If you don't know about that, details watch or li- watch, watch. Listen to the last podcast. It was an underwhelmed wife podcast, and I talked about our health and fitness goals. And Joe and I are celebrating every 10 days hitting our fitness milestones by getting each other gifts. And the first gift that I decided to give him was a nose hair trimmer. <laughs> so thoughtful. And a um, lavender soap scrub. You know, that that's classic gift giving at its best because you gave a gift that you kind of re-gift to yourself because <laughs> true. my nose hair only seems to affect you. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this this is really, so what, true. Was that really a gift Oh my gosh, that's a really good point. I didn't think about it that way. Whereas I actually got you like cute leggings and clothes uh-uh, for you. you. You made a comment that you said that you gave yourself a gift as well. So well, you did look fine and I didn't I don't want to say I didn't expect that. I just wanted to get you clothes that you would feel confident and good. And then I looked and I was like, oh, wow, you do look nice and ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I was. So it you might. You were pleasantly surprised. I was. I wear leggings around the house, though, so. Yeah, but you don't have, like, multicolored rainbow leggings. So my butt looks good in multicolored rainbow it's leggings. Cute. <laughs> nice butt. Okay, anyway. Okay, you gotta hold on to that. Marriage. Okay. All right. So we're gonna dump out our pieces. The chair's making all of these weird noises, just so you know. They're like faux leather chairs. 
So this is me and Felicia intentionally choosing to decompress. We've had a lot of challenges today, some planned, but many unplanned. And, you know, in the past we've discussed anxiety and things of that nature. And it just turned out to be kind of a hard day that didn't seem to go our way in many ways. Um, some things I won't divulge on the medical front, just for privacy. Mm, yeah. But, um, because we don't have to unpack that fully. But, I know. Um, but that was a challenge. That was a challenge. But we, we received news. It was, it was very well written and kind, and we shall not kill the messenger. Right now we are, we've moved out of our home. We're living in a two-bedroom apartment with three children. It's furnished. All under the age of five. All under the age of five. It's furnished. And we have apparently received multiple noise complaints. I don't know how frequent they've been, but it's the first time we've heard about it. Um, from footsteps, running, yelling, um, even past 10 p.m. Like, and we've li never lived in an apartment complex with children before. And, you know, we've been working so hard. <laughs> this is where entitlement, like, immediately sips, sinks in, right? Like, we've been working so hard. And the season's been super challenging and we're doing our best. And immediately we're like, why don't people understand how hard our life is instead of complaining about our noise and our kids? So it's like, it was just really frustrating. The entire email was frustrating that we have to like navigate this now and try to help our children understand how other people receive their childhood in an unfavorable way, right? That they want them to be contained and quiet and, you know, if you're listening to this and you don't have kids and or you live in an apartment with children above you and they keep you awake and it frustrates you, like, I think it's just important to recognize that, like, children are trying to find their way in life. Like, you're an adult, so you can navigate your discomfort a little bit differently. But to put expectations on kids to be perfectly quiet all day in their home... It's is a, unreasonable. It's, it's unreasonable. But we still have to navigate it because... We don't want to get kicked out of an apartment or displaced. So, so I'm going first. You're going first. Oh my gosh, my Fitbit's jiggling. I just got the disco ball, 10,000 steps. It gave me a step for picking up my child while sitting. Nice. Babe, that's not how it works. You got to start in the double cir the circles. Oh, right. Felicia's about to make a power move. She's really mean to me at this game. I don't know, Felicia. Do you have any thoughts on the events of today besides everything we've already talked about? No, I mean... You're just fatigued by it. Yeah, I'm exhausted, to be honest. And, like, mm -hmm. it's... That's really what it is. Like, I am exhausted. And I feel like whoever sent this email, like, clearly doesn't get it. I don't... I wouldn't say the person who sent the email. I would say oh, the, I mean, the yeah, people yeah, who right. sent the noise complaints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You're right, you're right, yeah. Like, and yes. that's why, like, initially when I read it, I wanted to respond right away, and I stopped myself. Because, like, you hadn't seen it yet. We hadn't processed it. We hadn't prayed about it. And, like, I want... This person's doing the best they can to get us the information they think we need to have in order to, to get through it as well. So, like, I want... Like, I don't want to shoot the messenger, but their message really was hurtful to us in this season. And I think that's, like, okay to accept, right? It's, like, yeah. what they sent us, like, hurt physically and emotionally. It hurt emotionally. It didn't hurt physically because it was an email. Oh, that's a very true point. 
but yeah, I mean, I don't really want to get back into it again because yeah. I, I do still feel like I'm upset like about it because like, and I know the people who wrote the email or no, I keep saying who wrote the email, yeah. but you know what who I mean, the who wrote the complaints, like they don't know our situation, right? <clears throat> and so, but like, <laughs> like they don't. So they don't know, but, like, I don't want to be here. Like, and my kids don't want to be here, like, in this apartment complex. Yeah. We have to be here. Yeah, because we're, we're, we're displaced by COVID and the transition to Japan. Right. We're being made to stay here. Please and, don't block that piece. And so, like, that is, I think, what is, like, most frustrating mm -hmm. is that, like, they just, they just don't understand, like... We're here out of necessity, not out of wanting to be here mm -hmm. and, like, making people's lives miserable. Um, well, it makes me sad that our kids would be making someone's life miserable also, like, because they don't know our kids. Our kids are great, but they're loud. They're loud. They're loud. I know that they're loud. And they stomp and they yell around bedtime specifically. And we have a newborn waking up all night and that makes noise. Like. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's and we, and just... we don't know their life. Oh, babe. Felicia's being really mean to me on this game. That's kind of just how I'm feeling. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm just discouraged by it because yeah. it's not like... I'm letting my kids run wild or, you know, be crazy children. But they are under, they're not at the age where they can just, like, sit and do nothing. And be quiet And be quiet. Day. Yeah. It's, we can't take them out to the park every day. No, especially like. when it's in the upper 90s. So, I don't know. I don't want to beat a dead horse. But I just, yeah, I just feel like it was harsh. And I feel sad about it. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, that could be an encouragement to folks listening. It's just like, these things happen, right? Like, or like, people don't understand what you're going through. And a lot of times our response is to want them to understand and see us before they throw rocks. It's been really hard for me to have empathy for the people who put in those complaints. And it's like an area I've been navigating. It's like, I don't know their life. And maybe they're trying to get their own darn kids to bed. And our kids keep disturbing the routine they've yeah. built over the last two years because their bedtime's locked in at 7.45. And these radical parents move in with kids that go to bed at 10. That heathens. Those heathens. <laughs> children. Demon children. No. That can't go to sleep on time. <laughs> but it's, it's tricky. So... It's an area where I think it, it sucked a lot of life out of our evening. And now we're just trying to figure out how to get it back. So that's why we're playing a game. And Emiko is a little frustrated. How do you feel about this situation? She's a little confused. I want, I want to... Swirl. You blocked the swirl. No swirling. Okay, I'm trading for a minute. Okay. She likes your scent more. I the motherly scent. 
Yes, I know. How do I, I deal know. with this, babe? How do I deal with I what know. You won't right go now? to bed unless Mommy goes to bed, will you? You want to be up and party when Mommy's party. Yes. You want to party with Mama? I don't want to work. Oh my gosh, girl. That was a big drool blob that just fell off your lips. Burn on my drum all day. Okay. Um... I feel like I'm having a really hard time being competent at this game with you tonight. Oh, there we go. I'll take it. Aww. Well, you're making too many moves. That was mean. Yeah, right now, it's difficult to tell who's winning. We've each placed six pieces, and the board... No! And the board already feels crowded. <sighs> Well, for all, for all of you listening, thanks for hanging out. You know, I love that these podcasts are kind of like just a breath of our life. And it's a chance for us to process everything verbally with you. I've found it to be like super healing in our marriage in certain ways just to like be able to have a space to chat. Wow, that's a, that's a loud sound for you to make. Yes, those are, yeah, those are big feelings that you have. Oh no, I made a mistake. Shoot. Those are big, big feelings that you have. I'm gonna lose. Yes, 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 I know. Yes, 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 I know. You're doing great, Emiko. You're doing great. So Felicia, what do we got on tap for tomorrow? We got some friends dropping by. For dinner. Is there anything else during the day that we're doing? Friday? No. I have um, kind of an open day. I'd like to go to the pool. I think that would probably be good. But we have the, the five o'clock dinner, so it would have to be it's during the day. Yeah. Which isn't impossible uh, for me. I would just have to figure out how to stagger. I love you. I really want to win. That bad. I need to get this piece out of my life. No, that's a nasty piece for me. Don't you close me in. I didn't know where I could close. Don't close the door. Right here. No. <laughs> that would be bad. Yeah. That would be bad for you and me. It's super bad. Emiko, this is like calm down. You're not getting the tone of our life right now. I think Emiko's trying to eat your arm. Your pandas turned out really good, by the way, Felicia. It's looking better every day. I love it. No! Are you happy about that? Because you, you gloated a little. You're like, I'm going to drop this piece and wait till you see what I did. <laughs> Dirtbag. Oh. <laughs> it's okay to call your wife a dirtbag as long as you both know you love each other. Um, Ooh. Saucy. I killed that whole corner. Emiko. My it's goodness, okay, baby girl. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. <laughs> All right.
I feel like we've shedded at least 12% of our stress over the last 15 minutes. Aww. Yeah, I got you. Oh, oh, oh. No, no. Oh, oh. No. Yeah. Oh my goodness, girlfriend. Ooh, did I make that region uncontested? Oh, I did. I killed that corner. Mm. Okay, so we can do some fun now. Whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. No. What do you mean? No, 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 no. Don't look over there. Just leave it be. Okay, it's fine. It's not going anywhere. Just leave it. No, there's, I'm just, I've recognized an opportunity. No. There's no opportunity. It's, there's a, the tunity is <laughs> The tunity. No. Babe. Shoot. What, there's no way you can go there anyway. You just ruined everything. The whole tentity is already gone. No, it's not. I didn't, I thought this whole region was dead. I didn't see that nub. So I thought I could like orchestrate every piece to maximize this space and then expand. And now I can't because now you can just run around me. Oh my gosh, Emiko. She's just happy. Is that what it is though? Is that really what's happening here? Are you happy? It's difficult. Or are you sad? <laughs> she's, she's giving me big grins right now. <laughs> well, hey friends, we get to hang out. <laughs> we are committed to finishing this game. So just to update you, Emiko is filled with hate and a spirit of rage as she desires food. And she's just tired. So, Mommy's working on calming her down. I don't know why I'm talking quietly. Let me go to my closet. I have a, a recording closet. So, the majority of my TikToks come from here. I like the acoustics in this room. They're actually not that great. There's a lot of echo. Yeah, thank you all for hanging out. This is our first time doing, like, in real life board games. But, I mean, honestly, guys, we are super frustrated. We're super fatigued. For any of you who have hung out. It's hard. And I think that's just part of the parental journey, perhaps, is just recognizing that some people don't get it. And it's okay. Because, like, I could see myself. And, you know, it's not, it's important not to generalize and label people, right? But, like, say I was, like, a 22-year-old single person that just didn't care for kids and wakes up early and drives into the city to work and I'm up all night because your kids are up. Like, I could see myself putting in complaints or being tired of people running, but, you know, or I could be on the older spectrum or, like, there's just so many, like, reasons people could do it, but it's so hard when you're on the other end of that critique. So I guess that's my encouragement to y'all is like, if you're frustrated with noise <laughs> from youth in your life, like step back and just like, try to remember what you were like when you were eight or five, or even heck like a teenager, right? Like you ran and you made noise and you jumped and you had fun. And maybe your parents told you to stop or your elders told you to stop or Eventually, this value of silence and quiet became a thing at some point. 
but it's important to like remember the the beauty and freedom of children something that comes to mind a little spiritual antidote i can share with you i did a devotional on this once for those of you who don't know like we do have open dialogue across the boundaries of culture race ethnicity faith gender politics and more so we speak from our um perspectives of the world but we welcome everyone from any walk of life but there's this really cool story in scripture where like this guy named jesus is like he's a rabbi teaching in a, a temple and like all these kids start showing up and like hanging out with jesus and like the disciples are like jesus's followers are like get all these kids out of here this is me like anecdotally speaking that's not exactly what they say and when i first read it i always thought it was kind of odd like why are they, why are they making all the kids go? But then as an adult, like with my first child, this whole scripture like got rearranged to me. Like it was like, it was like put in context. Like this is a time in the world where there's like no diapers. Like these kids are literally dirty and gross and loud and running most likely into the presence of God. <laughs> so like I could understand the disciples perspectives of like are you mad like this is god like get these loud dirty children out of here they're not like pure enough to be in the presence of jesus or they're too rowdy he's teaching we need to be silent so we can hear and so everyone can hear like these communal societal values your children disrupt that and I feel that way often when I go to like a restaurant with my kids. I still struggle with it and I have three of them of like I have to choose a loud restaurant where like my kids won't disrupt other children. But there's still this Japanese restaurant we go to. I love it. It's great. And you get to sit in a table that's like a sunken booth. It's super cool. Like kids love it. But it is a silent restaurant, my friend. Like so quiet. <laughs> and like I locked down on my kids there you know whether it's like just this expectation of like stop hitting the wall stop making noise stop you know like you can't turn the volume up on the phone because eventually i tap out and give them the phones because like with this restaurant i know that people go there for date nights they go there for an experience they want to be able to eat beautiful fish and enjoy their beautiful partner and have a conversation and my kids don't have any clue on those societal forces or those societal tones that are going on. What I love about the scripture in this space is like Jesus rebukes the adults. Like he tells the disciples, like, stop it. <laughs> like let the children come to me. And it's so cool. So anyway, that's, that's just something that comes a little bit from the heart as we're navigating that. Maybe that's an encouragement to you is, you know, Jesus is okay with like my mess as a person and I can come to him unfiltered like a child and be a little bit rambunctious and it's okay that vulnerability is okay or encouraged by God uh, within the Christian understanding um, so that's within my lens or my context but I think that's why me and Felicia are hurting right as we feel like the disciples are throwing our kids out <laughs> and we love our children but they're loud and it's hard so hopefully that's an encouragement to you it's it has been a very challenging season for us i know sometimes we have upbeat content which is cool and fun but under the surface this has been the most challenging six months of our life 
And that was stacked at like beyond the first year of pandemic, like transitioning in out of foster care because we had two children in the from foster care with two bio kids. So we had four kids under four during COVID. Transitioning to returning those kids to their mother who was able to regain custody while also learning Felicia was pregnant. So trying to pivot into like, what does a family of three bio kids look like for us with Japan turning back on? So then me working two jobs, the Japan job and the U.S. job in, in engineering while getting ready for parental leave. And then going on parental leave and having to put our house on the market and sell it and move into this apartment as we we're restarting my job while waiting with COVID delays. And like, we've never lived in a space this small with this many kids. Like we are just flooded. Our home's loud. We're overwhelmed. And then, you know, disciples tell us to make our kids go or be quiet. And I'm trying to find the right path to navigate that, to have that conversation with wisdom and tact and patience. But it'd be super, super challenging, my friends. But, wifey, how's it going? What? Okay. Then we will, we'll let the podcast roll till you come back. I can keep chatting a little bit more. This will be one of our our longer ones, which is exciting. I'm wandering the home right now. But I'm I'm walking very quietly so that there's no more complaints against us. Am I entitled? Maybe? Are we a little bit entitled? I think so. Or maybe we're just struggling with folks' intolerance of us. And, you know, it's an, it's neat. I love this whole podcasting thing. I'm really curious, you know, if you're still tracking with us and miss a board game and tears and all these discussions. But it's such an interesting forum to just be able to verbally journal and process. So I, I do a lot of journaling on paper, or not on paper, um, on a PC. And I've found that is very helpful for me in order to navigate all the woes of my life. And then it's been harder and harder to sit down and type. So in some ways, like when we started getting the TikTok about four months ago, that was an interesting form for me to like journal via, via video content, although it's challenging to capture what's called B-roll. B-roll is like your backup footage while you have audio going. Um, B-roll is like my clickbait <laughs> if I'm transparent, although like I desire for it to be content. So a lot of times it is content, but sometimes like I'll just film at a certain angle because I'm hoping that it's confusing or interesting enough that people stay for what I'm actually saying. And then sometimes those videos do very well. So like, like there's one I spent way too much time on. I put together a bed frame. We ordered all our furniture before we moved to Japan. Very complicated story, but we ordered all our furniture before we moved to Japan. And we got these awesome beds called Thuma beds. And I spent like a crazy amount of time just filming the assembly of the bed and like slicing it to music and then narrating. So the B-roll was like really good shots that were thoughtful with a really crappy camera, but like I put time into it, you know, and it got like 350,000 views, which shocked me 
right? Because I had doubts the whole time. I'm like, there's too much going on in my life. I need to just build the bed and move on. And I was like, but I really want to film the bed, but it takes too long. So like in some ways, like my journaling on paper transitioned into like capturing moments on film and then telling a story. So telling the story of the bed, what I love about it, you know, us never having a bed frame until this transition when we decided to invest in quote unquote adult furniture. <laughs> Prior to that, our mattress just sat on a box spring on the floor for like six years because it was never in budget or it never fit our life. So, like, I love the storytelling with, like, the B-roll and, like, creating that messaging that's super cool and therapeutic for me. But podcasting is interesting because I'm learning that I can just run with a thought and see where it goes. As I've started to listen to podcasts, because I've only listened for maybe two weeks. We're, like, radically new to this space, friend. Um, as I've started to listen to it, like, it is in some ways unpolished. Yes, they're... There's podcasters that spend a lot of time on editing and things of that nature. And that's super cool and super important. But we're not in a season where we could do that. We don't have a catchy hook when we start. We don't have beautiful scripting. Ah, intrusion. So I found that journaling through the podcast experience has been very healthy for my soul <laughs> to talk things through. All right, let's finish this game. We now have Sleeping Child. That was an adventure. We can edit that out. It's all good. No, I think we should edit out the crying part, the chaotic part. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, we can figure that out. That nobody it. wants to listen to that. <laughs> oh, shoot. Whose turn is it? I think it? it's mine because you put yeah, that I in. Yeah, I did. That was kind of nasty. I mean, but then again, like, that's, that's real, right? We can figure it out. It, I mean, if you're listening to a compressed version of this where there's no screaming child, we cut Just know there up. was a screaming child. Know there was a, a screaming child which caused Joe to wander and chat. Ooh. Why are you so nasty? Yeah, you don't deserve that piece. Fit. <laughs> it's just a beautiful example of our life, babe. Uh, I guess I'm in the point where I need to start scripting like last desperate moves, right? This is an ugly game. It's really, I mean, there's so many wasted opportunities on this board. Mm -hmm. It's kind of shameful how poorly we, we played this game. To the revolution. I mean, to be fair, we were very, very I mean, I was very distracted for a little bit of it. Yeah, just like all our emotions and stuff. It's always fun when you get to the back end of Blockus and you're like, all right, which pieces like are sacrificed? Like you just start looking at things that will never happen. Mm -hmm. And it's super depressing. Because <laughs> you want everything to fit. This is the only thing that's going to be able to go here, but it's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I want to block you. Ha. Babe. I know. <laughs> to the revolution. And I hope that you subscribe. Babe. I need one that goes like 
up like this. Babe. Wait a minute. Oh no. Babe. This is my best piece for this, I guess. This is the air I breathe. I'm just really dissatisfied with it being there. Shush! Sorry. Gosh. <laughs> Troll over here. <laughs> I am. Why? What's wrong with me? I want this to work. Better. No, no, no. Just go right here. Please. Don't worry about that. No. What? I kind of do sound like that. You just can't have white noise. I guess not. I guess podcasts are okay to have open space in them between conversation. I don't have to fill everything. Ha! Take that. Okay. <sighs> Sorry, I don't want to go there. I mean, I do. But just not now. Do you have any more root moves? Yes. Where? Thank you. Where? Is it my turn or your turn? No, it's my turn. I'm not going to tell you where my last moves are. Where are your moves? I'm not telling you nothing. I hate you. Did you see that coming? I bet you didn't. We'll just slice it and just make the podcast that one moment. <laughs> And no, I did not. Yes. It's exciting. Ooh, that was a good one. I did. I was like, Just unimpressed. I hate, I hate that I have to leave that open for him. I won't be able to fit much in here, but this is my most like. It's actually a pretty good move because it's a five piecer. Right. It's okay to kill that spot for the sake of getting that. Alright. No, babe, it's never gonna fit. <laughs> Just move on. I think I might be done though. Could I? I just wanna see if I could have gotten another piece in here. Hmm. Yeah, this is my second midnight kind of day. Last night I went till one in the I should have gotten I should have put in a smaller piece because then I could have used this spot again somehow. Yeah. Because you're running up too narrow with the other one anyway. It's you not think the right, so? Yeah, it's not the right move. Just get the five piece out. 
you don't gain enough from any of those. You don't gain enough. You ever feel you're like right. your wife doesn't listen to you? Oh, I don't think I have any more moves. Do you have any it more moves? It must be nice. You have it one. must be nice. Do you have a two piece? I'm just seeing if there's anything else that I've left on the board. Dev Washington on your side. Double the size of the government. Never do. You don't have to talk through the whole thing. That's just my rolling brain. Stop smirking. I disagree. You're so mean to me. Boom. Alright, do you have anything else? Do you? I think you should put that here. No. Why? I don't want it there. But it looks better there. Oh, oh, this one's good. Right here. No, I think, wow, we really sucked. <laughs> right, though? Well, I think, I we don't, don't think usually play like this. We didn't this. suck. We just intentionally chose to, like, be in each other's business That's way true. too much in this game. That's true. Like, we had a lot we were processing emotionally, so we just decided to be hateful to one another on the board, but, like, friendly outside the board. Because, look, like, we, like... All like up right in here. These are all like the same pieces, just kind of like, like swirling. Yeah, like we could have just went our own way and did our own thing. And then like, even attack. here, it was like. Yeah, I mean we we have to count here. our pieces. Wow, and that's interesting. One. Do you actually. want to see one? Do we count? Do you want to count first? And Do you have big second? pieces left? I don't know. Do you have four piece pieces left? You're supposed to count the squares. How many squares you got? Um, four by four. 16, 17, 18, 19. 19. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I mm. boot you by, by five. I feel so good. I I kind of figured I wasn't really doing that great. You had a couple of really good blocks on me. I felt like you were all over me this game though. This block was. I mean, losing that square and then you still fighting a way in was really frustrating for me emotionally. I I had planned that. As soon as that happened. Oh, really? Yeah, I did, actually. I never saw the jump. I didn't see the jump. I saw it. I was like, I'll save that for later. And then I just saw this. That was yeah. new. I was like, oh, I can get in I there. I was really frustrated about that. But it kind of left me, like, with nothing else to do. Like, I wish, actually, that I had, like, a P... Like, I ha wish I still had my 1-2, so I could go 1-2 and then... Here and then I could like even do this then. Ooh. Yeah. That would have been saucy. Right, but. Yeah, I mean you would have won if you found a way to get out there. But I'd used my two piece earlier, like way earlier, because I was kind of in a pinch mm -hmm. over here. Yeah, and you only had the L bracket, so you couldn't like work into there right. and then sneak down or anything. That's tricky. Mm-hmm. Well, babe, good game. This is our longest podcast. It is. But we're going to cut it. Uh, we got to cut that crying out. Nobody wants to listen to that. I didn't want to listen to it. Hence why I put her away. But it's really She is like... sleeping, though. She's, She's not just, like, crying in a corner somewhere. Okay, yeah. Well. 
To the revolution. In the hope that you subscribe. May our content. You drive me to a weird key. Let me, can I start it? Why? You always start it. Dun, dun, Why do I drive you to a weird key? Because you start. Am I flat or something? You are. I always. I'm but always when you flat. go flat, out of, instinctually, I go way higher than I should. So my brain, because I don't have a low range, <laughs> even though. Yes, you do. I don't have a low range. I. To the revolution and the hope that you subscribe. Not to the hope that you subscribe. I'm not going up that high. To the hope yeah, that you subscribe. Yeah, it sounds like. That's not what you did. That was weird. It's just drafty. Yeah, I know. It's, it does that. I was like, there's only a baby in that room. That door shouldn't be opening and closing. To the revolution. And now that you subscribe, may our content always satisfy. Please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Okay, bye, bye, bye. See, I pitched that way too high. I gotta fix it. I just feel like this is a dying jingle. No, we gotta live into it. I don't know. Hundreds of years from now. <laughs>